and just make sure that you are enjoying it as much as you can and know that it's a long game and just make it yours. There's no formula to it. The more people I talk to, they're like, oh, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's, you know, it's people that are, have done, done it for years or, you know, at the cellar and no one knows what the hell they're doing. And I've had comics, um, be really kind and they they were like one time this comic who's at the cellar he was saying to me you know no one's going to tell you that you're doing it right no one's going to tell you mm. how to do this because it's different for everyone and he said you know i want you to know that you are doing it right so if you do see someone doing something that is positive or that's going to get them to the next level you know reach out to them and say hey like this is really cool what you're doing because it'll mean a lot like hearing that meant the world I, you know I, I i've always felt lost in this game as i think many of us do and I think hearing someone that's been a little, that's a little more seasoned and that's in the game can tell you that it, it, it'll keep you pushing forward. So I think just passing along what you've gotten and um, like I've tried that, you know, with you sharing my experiences, you know, it's so important because it does feel isolating and sad and scary and it's comedy. At the end of the day, like, you know, yeah. we, all, we all are a little fucked up as humans are, but I think it's so important to just make those connections, be nice and just have fun with it. Cause it really is a cool community. I, I joke that it's, you know, it's kind of like a high school and there's the freshmen, sophomore, junior, seniors, and the seniors are like the Amy Schumers and the Kevin oh, Hart's, okay. you know, but the freshmen are the open micers and, you know, we have to stick together and there's going to be a lot of dropouts and, um, you know, you have to kind of look out for your classmates, but as you go up the rankings and then you become sophomores together and juniors and mm -hmm. you kind of solidify your groups and you become a family in a way. And uh, I feel really lucky to be a part of my, you know, freshman class in a way. So it's really, it's really cool. Everybody say sauce, keep it going. Head, bacon, grits, sausage. Welcome to Eggs, Bacon, Grits, Sausage Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your host, Thelonious Fiorito. On the show, I get advice from my guests for how to get better at stand-up comedy. Uh, oftentimes, we only hear advice from our mega-successful comedians like Ralphie May, Ari Shafir, and Roy Woods Jr., and that's probably how it should be. But I don't care, because I want to get advice from people more local, more current, and more connected to the scene that we're in. Judd Apatow wrote a book about interviewing famous comics in his high school radio station, and I want to do the same, so my guests better become famous. This is on you, Tori. On today's show, I have a comic who's been doing stand-up for umpteen years. We met, um, I don't know, I think we met at Broadway, I believe we met at Broadway Comedy Club. Shout out Broadway Comedy Club. Or at a Great mic, place. Yeah. Or at a mic. Some are sad. Matter. I'm kidding. It doesn't really matter, <laughs> but um, I, I'm super excited to have you on. Uh, how are you doing, Tori? Thanks for having me. I'm a little offended that I'm not mega successful, but <laughs> it's good <laughs> Look, to be here. If you were mega successful, no, you're right. You I would be, be sitting one of the here three sweating. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is exciting. I uh, yeah, I've been doing comedy for two years for that umpteen. I'll fill in the blank for everyone wondering. Yeah. <laughs> um, Started before the pandemic, but of course, during the pandemic, I uh, wasn't out there doing dog park shows. I just kind no? of wrapped it up, went home to Maryland, called it a day, <laughs> got back in May. So I've been really grinding ever since then. But, you got uh, back in May? Last May, yeah. Got back last May. Two years only? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Okay. Fresh. We're fresh. That's impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> based on what I've seen, oh, you kind, have great kind. stage presence, Thank you. which is um, something that I'm working on. I don't have stage or real life presence to, to speak what do you of mean real life I, like you're a, in front of me right now I you're present that, like, like shaky puppy uh, linguini i, I, call, I called you stuff. linguini to your face which was pretty intense i, I in hindsight i was like that was kind of harsh story but it was yeah it was it was <laughs> you're like yeah people call me that it's really funny yeah pledge name <laughs> shout out zbt i um where'd you go I went to Buffalo, so it's not like uh, oh, okay. you wouldn't be like, dude, that's an epic, that's an epic uh, Greek life right there. I mean, uh, Buffalo, um, their football team goes hard. They jumped on all those tables. I guess yeah. that became a fun theme for you. Oh, Did you jump a, on tables in your time in Buffalo? Eat some buffalo wings at least? I had to, had to jump on some tables. Duffs? You go to Duff's? Of course. I mean, oh, wow. You know, you I know, know Duffs. things. Are, I've eaten a lot of- any other, Name drop oh, any other shit. Buffalo things. What's uh, like the big, like big thing in that Buffalo area? 
football with the water sadness oh niagara falls <laughs> yeah 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 niagara falls i've okay. been there on both sides canada and, oh wow yeah i, know. I haven't been to the, the local side. Over here. i heard that's like the better side way anyway. better sounds like you didn't do it right you just gotta go across the bridge i didn't show them your passport and you're and you're there i never dude i didn't do anything i didn't even go into like you were, the buffalo just area just at your frat that's just it just haze at my frat just throwing <laughs> eggs at me eating duffs <laughs> eating duffs all the time yeah which was very expensive it yeah, obama went it there though. Duff's is great. I ate like 30 wings when I went. I went in like a, I was like, it was a work trip and I was wearing a blazer. My blazer was covered in buffalo sauce by the end of the meeting. It was really kind of sad. By the way, uh, I have on. <laughs> Sorry, we're going on a tangent. I know you've Big like an tangent. outline here. So no, no, it's fine. I, I just want to say uh, you're listening to Eggs, Bacon, Grit, Sausage. Um, I'm your host, Thelonious Fiorito. My guest today is Tori Cole. I'm like pointing at you. Tori Cole, uh, under, what, Tori Cole on Instagram is Tori, Tori Cole. Cole. At Tori Snagged Cole. Snagged that handle. Snagged that. It's my name. So many Crazy. Tori Coles right? out there. It's actually you're, zero. It's, it's pretty cool. That's pretty fire. It's spelled T-O-R-E-Y, you know, because I'm special. T O. What did you call it? T-O-R-E-Y. Or There's T- no o- I. Tori. Oh, T-O-R-E-Y. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. You know it's what I'm important. saying? So, yeah. people, so people can like look at your reels. My reels. Speaking of. Yeah. I just, just I fired one off on the subway, that's, actually. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It was I, really, I liked it. I'm trying to market know. myself. So yeah. I'm, I'm really trying to it's get better at that. It's already got three and a half grand. That's crazy. That's a lot. Um, I don't know if you, for you um, non-Instagram people. Yeah, you three not. and a half Gs. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a, a millennial. I'm a millennial. So that's big for me. I know the Gen Zers are probably laughing. Like if any Gen Zers listen to this. but uh, Oh, there's a lot of Gen Zers. As a millennial, I'm pretty proud of that. I'm like, oh, what? People are watching this? Crazy. <laughs> but uh, I want to play. Which one should I play? Should I play Making Fun of Men? or? Um, well, the Making Fun of Men one is kind of a. It's a riffer. It's a riffer. And you, I feel like the visuals key for it's it. So maybe the phone joke. But it does have. Yeah, it does have 15,000 views, which I'm sure, again, some people are like, cool story, bro. But uh, yeah, I think the new phone one's kind of fun. All right, let's play it, and then we'll we'll discuss. Okay. And then we'll rate it. Cool. <laughs> right. Yeah, sure. Let's rip me to shreds. All right. All right, this is Tori Cole, uh, phone magic bit. All right. When I would drink a, t- a lot, like suddenly my phone became this like magical tool. I would look at it like, wait, so you're telling me I can text anybody anything? Right now, let's unpack some trauma. This became a real weird problem for me. I, I chose my ex from like two years ago every time. Every time I was like, oh, I know who I'm texting. There are no rules in this world, no. Um, yeah, like one time, the last time I did it, um, in my mind, I wrote this like eloquent novel about like how he had hurt me and how I was gonna move on and you know things were gonna be good. And then the next morning I looked at it, it just was like, fuck you, and like just sheer chaos and gibberish. But he did respond. Uh, he goes, who is this? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That's I'm, fun. I'm embarrassed. I like to just, you know, if, if you embarrass yourself, I think if you talk What's about it. What's his number? You want Maybe we can uh, we can uh, <laughs> follow up with call yeah. him right now. Yo, yes, we can I'm get him. I'm shameless, on the... but that's like a whole other layer of shamelessness. That would be really fun. What's his it name? It would be well, Jen, uh, Keith on the radio, um, right? Keith, your ex boyfriend. Yeah, we're we gonna give Keith, him a stage or name. Ex husband. You were married, right? No, <laughs> no. Keith, Keith, your ex husband. Yeah, yeah, we'll call him Keith. And he took the dog, which is he really did. That you... was pretty fucked up. Yeah, Chichi. I'm sorry, Damn. Chichi. Yeah, big dog. Massive greyhound. Yeah. Greyhound. greyhound. Yeah, I rescued her from the track. Rescued her from the track. Pretty fucked up there. They have them like chase grocery bags around. It's really messed up. <laughs> That's what they do. Um, but yeah, no, I, I would say um, if I was going to, uh, you know, it's 9.5. You 9. think 9.5? Wow. Mm. I will say people were laughing. I got to say, I've never given less than a nine. Okay. So, so, so that doesn't mean anything. No, it means um, <laughs> that it's a 9.5. You're a liar is what you're saying. <laughs> or you're just a nice guy. That's fine. This is not like a Dave Portnoy's pizza review. You're I was like actually about to one bite, one, one word, everybody knows What's the What's one rules. word for that bit? Loser. <laughs> That's so funny you say that. No, it's actually really funny you say that because I'm trying to find my persona on stage okay. as we all are. And I hear yes. it takes 10 years to find whatever. Seven, I heard. Cool, even better. You and your delusional optimism, I love it. Yeah. Um, I uh, I was told once that my <laughs> coming from a two years in person, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. double one hundred percent more experience or two hundred percent. I don't know. Whatever, yeah. math has never been my. I'm Anyways, not... um, what I was saying was I was I've been trying to find my persona and I, I talk about it a lot with other comics, especially people that have been in the game longer than me, and um, they were in telling the game. me. 
Yeah, it's a game. Yeah. One big game. Of course, that's why you're supposed to have fun. Um, yeah. But no, I was talking to someone about it and she was like, I've seen her at a bunch of mics uh, and she's seen me at Broadway a few Who is times. This? Can you say? Uh, Does it matter? I feel like I should just Does leave her out matter? of it. Okay, sure. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, like lovely Schumer. lady, but, uh, you know, yeah, Amy Schumer <laughs> told me. Um, but no, this woman was like, you're kind of, she was like, I don't want to take this the wrong way, but oh. she goes, uh, your presence is kind of like the lovable loser. And I was like, what? And she's like, no, like, it, it's not a, like, that's not like a dig. It is just kind of the, your material and you become so likable off the bat because of the way you're so vulnerable and kind of sad in a way, but also Ooh. laughing at yourself. Um, so the fact that you called that, that the one word was that was loser was funny because when I posted that I was kind of I kind of have been I think when someone tells you something you lean into it more so mm. so I think I've kind of worn the lovable loser um, armor a little bit more because I'm like okay like I guess if someone sees this in me I could lean into it more um, but it's interesting because I kind of fall in and out of it it's like sometimes I'll have more confidence on stage like you said I have stage presence and it doesn't I, I don't always come off the lovable loser, but I kind of like to lean into it more so so I don't come off like annoying or like, look at mm-hmm. me, I'm so great. Or like, you know, like I think it's mm-hmm. more fun because we're all up there on stage holding a microphone. So we think we're great in some capacity. That's why we're up there, you know, doing something like that. Right. And I think it's like, yeah, we're delusional for that. Like everyone, it's like, what are you doing up there? Like, why did someone give you a microphone? Like, what do I think I have to say that everyone should hear that I have a microphone in my hand? But then if it's like you add this layer of like, well, I'm just up here laughing at myself and having a fun time being a lovable loser. It kind of takes the pressure off of like, I don't need to say anything great or be amazing. Like I just am having fun. So okay. that's that's a long tangent, but yeah. By the way, we're sponsored by BetterHealth. If you have mental issues, please, Shut please up. go get help uh, ASAP, <laughs> especially before you get on that. No. Um, no, I understand that. I, it's funny because um, when it, it, I know what you mean when she said that thing to you and you're like, ow, that kind of hurts. But you're also like, well, it's probably a good thing to know. Yeah. And also a good thing. And they probably didn't mean it in a messed up way. Not they were all. just helping you. And it's a weird way to be like, hey, this is how you <laughs> this is something about you that you could use. Yeah. But it's not it's it's uh, it's like blunt. It's blunt. Yeah. But I think which is good. But it also it's hard to take blunt sometimes. Yeah, but we take that every time take we get it on all the stage. Time. Like you, you call me linguini. I'm like, look, it's it's a little blunt. It was, call, but I I ended up using it for a couple, like a month. I was I was uh, trying to reorganize it into my mm-hmm. bits, and then I kind of came out with um because I used that. I think later on that sh- that night, I opened with it. I remember which is kind that of insane. No, I think it's awesome to do things that are fresh and yeah. that you're excited that are top of mind for you because it's going to come off fresh to the audience and they're going to be a little more excited about it. I, it's so weird. It's so annoying that uh, the the that you can't tell how good the fresh stuff is because it works so well sometimes when you first try it and then you try it and then you try to like refine it and then all of a sudden it's like oh that it isn't working. It was just the energy I was bringing to it mm-hmm. that was really working. But I think I did get something out of it. Now I'm doing this like somebody yelled out like cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Right. Tell me that. <laughs> and then now I'm now I say sometimes I tag up one of my jokes where I'm like I know I look like cloudy with a chance of matzo balls. Oh, that's good. It's, it's okay. You know, it's, Unless it's you a good tag. I haven't seen that movie, so I, I know. The I haven't general, either. Okay. Because no, I, I feel I, like if you haven't seen it, then you're kind of like, what's happening? But the matzo ball thing is a nice tag. Right. You kind of look Jewish, even though exactly. you're Russian, Exactly. Right? I always get, I always get. Yeah, but that's a, a lot of Russians are Jewish, Jewish I should know America. these things. I'm so white. Oh, Maryland. <laughs> right. You're from Maryland, right? From Maryland. Maryland. From yeah. Mar- Mar- Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. From Maryland. Maryland. Mm-hmm. Maryland. Maryland. <laughs> Where, um, and you started New York, you started comedy in New York? Yeah. It actually was like a kind of, it just kind of happened. I saw, I, I went through your Instagram and I saw your comedy class picture and yeah. I was dying. It was very funny. I, I do comedy now. Yeah, I'm a I loser. I do comedy I'm now. I'm such a loser. I, it so was very funny. You should honestly go back and watch my first ever set. It's kind of hilarious. How do I watch your whole it's set? It's on YouTube. I just put it on YouTube. I also oh, put it on Reddit up, and it like the, you made. Shout out, up, shout out, I'm out. Shout, shout them out. Tag, tag, whatever it's on YouTube. Are. If you type in Tory Cole Village okay. Underground, it'll come right up. Village Underground. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I took the Comedy Slayer class, which is how like a lot of people. Which get, one? With who? With Rick Crom. I'm the only one who took it with Veronica Mosley. No, a lot of people did. I don't know anyone. Adrian else. Smith. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Anyways, um, Rick Crom, and I honestly I took it because my friend asked me to be her maid of honor. And I just wanted to give like a killer maid of honor speech. So I was yeah. like, I'll take a, I was like, I need to take like a public speaking class because I took public speaking in college, but to get through it, I drank 
heavily because I was so scared. Okay. So I would be like wasted at like on Tuesday at 9 a.m. in college, like getting through this public speaking class. Yeah, it was pretty pathetic. But um, yeah, luckily my job that I got later on in life uh, involved a lot of public speaking, and a lot of meetings and presenting. So I kind of got used to it through that. And then I took this class because I just was like, I, I need to learn how to how to structure a, a speech or just get on stage and like be funny. So um, it was also during the era where like the bridesmaids would like get and do like a dance or like like there's a lot of like YouTube viral videos of like how long ago shit. was this? This was, was only back, like, like three years ago. Yeah, but like there was like a, enough on the internet. Where I was like, I want to do something crazy okay, and cool. Okay, okay. It was it was just kind of inspiring me yeah. to do something different. So That's good. I signed up I'm for like, the comedy like, club. Inspiration. I know, right? You're like, <laughs> what? How old are you? Um, YouTube, yeah, I use YouTube. Anyway, no, I use YouTube. It's, I, it's I making do. a comeback. Yeah, but anyways, I took the comedy seller class with a friend, and she loves Reddit, and I like don't know the world of Reddit like so mm -hmm. much so that when I made my Reddit, I, I used my actual name, which is like a no no. I don't think, yeah, yeah, big no no. But anyways, I put my my um showcase on Reddit just like out of delusion, being like, oh, like mm -hmm. tried stand up comedy. And it made it to the top of like our stand up and like really? a bunch of people oh, shit. commented. I follow our stand up. Yeah, like uh, like it got tons of comments, like up to like fifty comments, people being like, This is amazing and I was just really? kinda like, Yeah, I was shocked. Cause I I put it on there and I didn't open Reddit for the next like I was at work, so I was like, I'm not opening this until the end of my work day. You probably I probably weren't thinking about it. Oh, I was terrified. Oh, you were? Yeah, I oh, put you it were on thinking yeah, about Yeah, <laughs> I put it on there and I was like, I'm gonna get shredded. But I was okay. like, fuck it. So I put it on there. I checked later and I was like, oh my God, like maybe I'm, maybe I'm good at this. I don't know. So I started doing bringer shows like at Dangerfields. And then I did, okay. um, I signed up for industry room. Like again, like a delusional person. Like, when, when? Does stand up once, thinks she's like Amy yeah. Schumer. Yeah. Um, I did industry room in March of 2020, like right when shit started hitting Yikes. the fans. And yeah, literally like my first joke was like something lame about the pandemic. Like um, I did a joke about You're like, is this Purell. real? Something about the CEO of Purell. Anyways, it was, mm. yeah, it was like, oh, we're all risking our lives to hear shitty jokes. Ha <laughs> ha. Like, mm -hmm. like, oh, really? That's a, that's a killer four months in joke. Right? Yeah. Math, yeah, yeah. Booming laughter from that <laughs> one. Um, I was so bad that um, the mic wire fell out of the mic. Oh, and I was so during new. Your... During my set. And I was so new to stand up that I was like, I didn't know what to do. I just grabbed the bot. I didn't know how to plug it back in. I, I started to, but my hands oh, were kind man. of shaky. So I actually I just started screaming. Yeah, no, I was like, there are AirPods. Like, why are there wires? And like, everyone was just like, "What's happening?" And like, someone came like running. I think someone that worked at Broadway came who? and plugged it in for me. I don't know. Honestly, you don't know who it was who worked at Broadway. This is this is in my delusional era of like not okay, even knowing okay. who I was or what you was can, happening. You can, you can look back at the video of your set. I wonder. If it's oh yeah, in the video. It's so funny. Who came and ran? I should watch. Honestly, the thought of watching it back makes me want to throw up. But yeah. I should go back and watch I'm down to, and see who came in. I'm down to, I have mine and it's so bad. I would, we should watch we should it. Compare we should like, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was three months in. It was my okay. first show ever. So it's a lot it's of people's similar. first show ever. And it's so interesting. So dumb. It's so funny to watch <laughs> and or to think back. Like you couldn't pay me a million dollars to go back in my body, go back in that time and get on that stage. I'd be like, are you kidding me? Like, what? Do, what who did I think I was? I also invited yeah. the world. I put it on my Instagram. I had like 50 people show up. Like, like actually, like any, like, like from all walks of life, people showed up, and I was like, I look back at the time, like I cannot believe I used my like one ticket of yeah. like come watch me do stand up for them to watch me like, borderline bomb, have the <laughs> mic break, and then start screaming, and then also make them sit in uh, just the whole thing. Wait, and you posted that on Reddit? No, I posted my comedy seller oh, class okay, the comedy showcase. Seller class. That one was actually good because I you know spent a lot of time polishing those jokes, and I was you know delusionally. It was actually good for what it was. My comedy seller class was the show was bad like i no not the show was fine uh -huh. people were laughing but the jokes are i have both videos and yeah. they're so bad at I least the industry room one was jokes that's the, funny the other one was me talking about how pizza places uh give you the pizza when it's too hot still yeah and it burns through your mouth it's really bad fact. i know um that's funny no i actually and still i would tell... do this italian accent be like it's too hot <laughs> that's <laughs> kind of funny a little bit. It was like I I can't I can't watch that one. That one that one's unbearable. Sometimes it's nice to see where you started to make you feel better about where you are now. Interesting. I Just guess. to give you any sort of consolation. <laughs> but um. Anyways, no, I still tell some of my jokes from my cellar. Really? Yeah, I tell so some of my favorite jokes. 
exactly. I'm still <laughs> shit at comedy, is what I'm trying to tell you. No, there's just one joke that was... $50 per swear. Oh, really? Going to the FCC, it's a donation. All right, cool. Good to know. I'll, I'll dial back. I'm too poor for, for cursing then. <laughs> Good for me. I honestly need to work on cursing on stage. So I, I do I, too. Yeah. It's people, fun. It's just easy. It's easy and... It's easy and cheap. Sometimes I think I can like punch eh, up a joke with that. Of. And one time I said it to a comic and he was like, well, if you have to use it... Oh, that's lame. Day. I don't know. I don't always trust that. I had somebody like say something like that to me and then, and then I've seen amazing comics... Use it to punch their like, jokes up. You, like Louis, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just, yeah. Um, like If Louis does it, we why should would do I it. Talk, why would I listen to you? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you're not even past at any clubs. Like you're yeah. just an older comic. Well, right now I have a joke about visiting my hometown in Maryland. Um, okay. I'll, should I tell it? Because you wanted me to do a bit. So this could be one of them. Just, yo, know, I fired my, off. Okay, I'm going to do a bit. Ready, everybody? Let's go. Okay, so right, my- Everyone be quiet. Everyone, shh. <laughs> here it goes. So um, I'm from Maryland and um, I always go home for the holidays. And one of my favorite things to do during the holidays is go back to the local bar and see everyone that never left my hometown. And I walk in and I'm just like, fucking losers. <laughs> But meanwhile, they've got like husbands and, and babies and savings accounts and they're actually doing really well. Uh, and they're looking back at me like, I heard she's trying to do stand-up comedy in New York. Like, what a fucking loser. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I like, I don't know. I, I feel like saying fucking loser makes it way more fun. But yeah, I could I because, could just say loser, but you know, there's something about just calling fucking losers. And myself as one too. It's a, I like the full circle joke. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. The the symmetry of, of using the fucking loser. And yeah, the fucking, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Call myself one, so at least I put myself on their level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, look, I I <laughs> I appreciate a good a good f bomb. Right. You know, it's it, it, it is it it's like putting salt on steak. Interesting. That's high praise to the f bomb. Salt yeah. really is everything. Salt I, is everything. I have a chef friend, and and he was telling me once. You have um, a chef friend. I have a chef. I friend. feel like you have a lot of everything friends. I do. It's you fun. You you are gamut. A, I run the gamut. You're on the gamut. Lawyer friends, chef friends. What were you doing before comedy? I mean, I still have a job. You, I mean, here you think I'm a full time wow, figure. That's I assumed that you were because you think also, I work the door at Broadway and I'm making all that money. I was kind of confused. Woo. I'm like, what are you doing at Broadway all the time? Uh, that's a good point. I I'm there all the time. I work the door on all Mondays. The I manage Greenwich Village. Except for when Tuesdays. I actually pop in just to like say hi to people, no one's there. Then I'm that's like, I walk funny. in, I'm like, how come I've never seen this person, my person, person in my life? That's funny. I just walk in <laughs> and I'm like, Irish. Just, I'm a little Irish. Okay. Not at all. I walk in and I'm like, I just don't know who these people are. This yeah. is so uncomfortable to talk to somebody. I want to. I I want Broadway to just be your best friend be all the home, time. To be a home mm. home field, and I just come and I'm like, it's uh, funny. This it's is an interesting weird. place I, when I, you're not there. Like, I, it's funny. It's like um, I don't know if anyone ever does this, but. Sometimes I picture a celebrity, like, for example, Justin Bieber, and I really picture like him right now. Like, what is he doing literally at this exact moment? Like, is he right now on home? scratching his nuts? Probably. But you isn't it I mean? just Watching funny to think about that he exists right now Disney. in this moment? And I don't know if anyone ever does this, but I, I do that. And sometimes like when you're not in a place or with a person or seeing a person, you forget that it exists. And sometimes when I really think about Broadway when I'm not there, I'm like, I don't know, it just feels like a different place. I don't know if any of this is making any sense, but no, I'm mean, getting a little like meta. But anyways. I'm done. So That's meta. the end of that. Would just have, do you ever think about that? Like, what is Britney Spears doing right now? You know, the fact that she's actually a person on this planet and she's yeah. living right now. I don't know if anyone ever thinks about that, and I do. It's, it's good Anyways, thoughts. Yeah, we can you write. You should that. write a sketch about it. I Britney should. Spears' regular life. Yes. You well, know, it's her filming like her day. crazy dance moves all the time. She's in, she's a little insane, but you know, hashtag free Britney. She's free now. She's free. Yeah, she's living. She's living. Anyways, that was a weird ad. By the way, um, you're listening to Eggs, Bacon, Grit, Sausage Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your host, Thelonious Fiorito. I'm with Tori Cole, at Tori Cole, with an E. E-Y. E-Y. Mm-hmm. Ernst Young. Wait, so what do you... um? So, And we're talking about a lot of comedy stuff, of comedy as always. Stuff. I right. should, that, that's actually so not very specific because the whole show is always about comedy. Oh, really? Yeah, I've okay. only had stand-ups on. Got it. I've had some good stand-ups. I don't know if you. I don't know if you know, but I've had like some. Like me, <laughs> Tori. I'm Tori. <laughs> then no, then. I, but I'm also having other people. Like and, who? Who are you? Who are you most excited about having on here? When you uh, say I've had good people, who comes to mind first? Well, like okay, I guess I'm I'm a dork, and I go by the person who's like I guess the most. Hashtag famous. Not famous. Not kidding. famous. Like cred had the most credits. Like so, I had Stephen Rogers on. 
Love Steve, and he's such a nice guy. He's a super nice guy, so and nice. he was super nice. And he's we had so like a nice. really good, good. Uh, and also, he's been in the you know game long enough yeah. where given me solid advice, solid advice. Unlike me, I mean, um, <laughs> no, no, no. Haha. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know, but yeah, him, and then I'm having Vanessa Jackson on. Love Vanessa. We're gonna oh. talk about sketch because I'm writing so sketch. She's so nice. She's very nice. It's only nice people. Truly, my guest today was supposed to be on. I'm not even gonna say his name. He bailed. He bailed. But look, they, you got me. Look at that. And he I was able to me. rally the troops, uh, get somebody who I was whining to about unrelated subjects. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, and I'm so happy to have you on because uh, we have a similar, um, we Life. work at Broadway together. Well, right I passed now. the torch. Let's go back you, oh, to how. That's, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's really, that's so, really the. This is cute actually. This is a little yeah. full circle moment. I used to bro- do in the internship at Broadway Comedy Club on Sundays, which involves seating the general public and then getting stage time. Amazing. Great opportunity. I did that for about a year, give or take. And then my time, you know, the the wheel spins, as they say, and you pass the torch. Who did yes. the, pa- the torch get passed to? None other than Thelonious. So you are the new me. You are the new Broadway the new Sunday intern. So I'm going to say, I go by the pronouns. The new she is she hot. is hot <laughs> <laughs> you should try that joke you should just get up and do my set so people don't miss me too much you know oh, that's true that's true they're hey gonna be guys, like i'm from Tori. germany and i came here to watch tori cole and then you're like I on got sunday you. at night yeah. <laughs> that's, wow it, that's true honestly most of the uh, audience at broadway are from other parts of the world a surprising amount of people come to watch troy yeah i'm like dude what that's freaking epic it is really cool it's it's like people for troy and then people that are lost that were that were found on the streets of times square yes. by the street team and they're like hey and the street team is savage people sometimes oh, they they're come like, so late they're like also they're like dave Chappelle. oh um, really they say amy stuff? schumer oh yeah people walk in they're like who's on the lineup tonight i'm like uh just go downstairs and look at the chalkboard and be happy because yeah. everyone is really funny honestly and i i yeah. say that i say honestly everyone's hilarious i'm not just saying that uh, for the most part, um, yeah. If they have a star like, next to it, who gives a shit? Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They've got like asterisks. Yeah, no. But uh, it's interesting. It is, I I work the door, like I said, on Mondays, and a lot of people walk in and they're like, they have tickets in their hand from the street team, and they'll be like, "Are these real?" I'm like, "Yeah, you're in a the, comedy are these club." Real? Like, yeah. I, I agree. Like, I get it that maybe the street team maybe had like one eye, and like one. <laughs> How bad is that photo? <laughs> Polonius just took a photo of me and I look fucking stupid. That's sad. I look sad. We should redo that. Yeah. I look like I'm looking down at like... Look, look like... Um, look alive? Look like a... What was it? Kind of loser? A lovable loser? Lovable loser. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. Okay. I look I like sh- I'm not wearing shorts, but everything's fine. No, it's. I'm going to just say at Tori Cole naked and... <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> pants. It's no Tune pants party. <laughs> Tune in to uh, Tori, um, Eggs, Bacon, Grits, Sausage Radio. Yes, Guests are name. not wearing pants. Perfect. No pants party. We encourage you at home to not be wearing pants because pants are canceled after the pandemic. <laughs> in a post-pandemic world, as oh. I like to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Honestly, yeah. You yeah. know, you sounded like you had an impression right there. Uh, that would be my news impression. Oh, That's can, you, can we do a news impression? I, Come I'm, on. What, what Titanic is sinking? Do you just love impressions? Why don't you do an impression? How about that? Why don't you do your best impression? What? Um, I'm interviewing you now. Okay, interview me. Yeah. Who am I? Give you, me a person. You're, you're Jack from the Titanic. Ooh, that's not. You just helpful. suck. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you are. Right. I don't know. What comes to mind first is like Chris Rock. I feel like people are doing Chris Rock. People can do Chris Rock. Scott Disick. No. Okay. Who's your that's, favorite person? To, who's your, what's your favorite? Why don't Why don't you do your best impression? I'm gonna let you set the bar high. You do your best. What are you good at? Uh, what am I good at? Yeah, I've, I've I have been I have some decent stuff. Do it. Um, but I don't want to do. I do a Trump. Um, oh, everyone does. Everyone Trump. does a Trump. Not to shit on that, but no, I took it. Be 50 different, bucks, but yeah, No, it's um. I know. I know. Australian. My order bacon yeah. a, bre- a, bre- a order from McDonald's in Australia. Uh, <laughs> hello, uh, <laughs> hello. Hey, mate. I, <laughs> I don't even know the lingo. I'm. How about I'm working the door at McDonald's. I'll try to meet you on okay. the dance floor here. I'll okay. try to do my okay. Australian. Are accent. we at a McDonald's in Australia? I'm. Yeah, and I'm in the window. You're driving through. Oh, hello. <laughs> 
I'm gonna kill myself for this later. Um, trigger warning. I shouldn't say that. Um, anyways. Better help. Uh, hello. Uh, how? <laughs> how can I help you? You're <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna get you today. <laughs> I need some Australian like triggers, like shrimp on the Barbie type okay. of shit. <laughs> well, then you know what? You just free range. Shrimp one. on the Barbie. I'm removing the, Barbie. the scenario. In the Barbie. You just go wild with your Australian accent. Tori. Oh, I'm doing. I'm doing. Tori. 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 Now you're just sounding like you are on the spectrum. I, you know, it's a, it's a spectrum, and that's where everybody lands. I hope someone's you know watching I mean? this and they're cringing so they, hard. Oh, they are. They're listening well, to it. They're not watching. It's important to cringe at yourself every day. That's what I hear from Taylor Swift. Humble that was, yourself. Yeah. Well, Taylor Swift did a, um, the commencement speech at NYU this past weekend, and I watched a TikTok. Wait, what? Who who did this? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift did Swift? the commencement speech at uh, NYU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those guys are interesting. That's cool. A cool as hell yeah. because I would be so jealous. Right? You a big Swifty? Are you texting right now? Yeah, I'm like, um, Mom, this show's not going. To- no, I, yeah. I'm trying to tag you on the photo before that show is over. What time does it end at one? It ends one at o'clock. One, so we got okay. half. We got right, a half. We're chilling. We have thirty half-y. more minutes. Do you have more of an outline? <laughs> <laughs> what are we yeah. talking about? Yes, I do have an outline. Um, that's funny that you mentioned that. Uh, okay, I just wanted to. Ooh, the credit card bill is going up. That's fun. That's why you check your phone during the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I did want to. <laughs> I did want to, um, well, I, I wanted to, because we, we're talking about how we met each other. This is hashtag Tori Cole, uh, with an E, E-Y. Um, and no, you never told me what you do for a living. Cause you said that you do oh. public speaking, um, on this, on the side, yes. on the side when you're, when you're, uh, you know, when I'm, side hustling, when I'm making cash. Yeah. To side, the side hustle to your stand up career. So I work in marketing and I work at a company called Team One, and the our main client is Lexus, the automotive brand. So, oh, mm-hmm. so I go to a lot of car dealerships, talk to a lot of car dealers about their media plans, what's running, Whoa. latest and greatest. Um, what's a what's a media thing? Uh, like what's a, what's running on commercial? Like what your commercials are? Like okay. What's running streaming on Spot TV Spot online? TV? Yeah, like that's like like local news mm. channels um there's like national tv and then there's like spot tv and every okay. local market has places to put so you're like bay ridge honda exactly yes come on you. yeah you gotta get like, your get down to Sheehy lexus of annapolis and like yeah we work on like tagging those and telling the dealers what's running what models they want to push that month um yeah it's interesting it's it's fun. Um, all of the creative, all like the, all the commercials are made out of our headquarters in LA too. So Whoa. any Lexus commercial you see is made by Team One. So that's wow. kind of fun. Yeah, it's a cool company. I'm really, I, w- I did it for um, two and a half years and then I quit. And then I um, then was so sad. Then you get the job back? Pretty much. I worked at a company called Regis Corporation. They own like Supercuts, cost cutters, all of those. Mm. Yeah. Fancy supercuts. things. Yeah, supercuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I did that for about a year and a half. Um, I did client side marketing, which everyone says go client side, and it just was my boss just didn't really know what he was doing, and he was just kind of a micromanager. So to be told what mm. to do twenty four seven, and then also have someone telling you, just it was just chaotic. I, I it was a lot, um, especially at a pandemic. Um, my hours were like nine to six at night, just so head down, like don't look up from your computer situation. And then I also pivoted out of that, and I started working for a company called School of Thought which is um, an online fitness uh, workout thing with a woman named Stacia Patwell. Um, and that was cool. It was a cool experience. Um, but it, I went out there for all of September to work for her. And we kind of realized the person that had that role should be in LA. And I realized mm. that I love New York and comedy here is just simply the best. So You were I, already doing comedy by then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so then I came back um, from LA and I realized I need to really set roots here and have my job be here so then i reached out to my old company at team one and i was like please take me back so now i'm back with them and it's a great job because it allows for me to do stand up still so like you said you always see me at broadway yeah i am there a lot weekdays too and i'm like what yeah so i that i figured that you were just no yeah i'm tired is what i am yeah i'm very tired okay i go to bed at like 1 30 and i wake up at nine and i start working but Again, I giving up my Sundays. Thank you for taking my Sundays because I was really tired. You're welcome. I was doing Sundays, Mondays, Tuesdays, and then hosting some Wednesdays, and it just every night going to bed. Hosting on Wednesdays? 
that was my cadence for a really long time. So I was doing Sundays through Wednesdays up until, you know, one one thirty. So Yeesh. and then starting my day job. It was just a lot. So um I'm trying to find balance. Is honestly it's really hard to find balance in like good hours with comedy, but yeah. um I think that's just kind of par for the course. So I'm kind of buckling up and just accepting that maybe Buckle my gym up. schedule is uh not gonna, I'm oh, gonna gym get a schedule? Fat, but it's fine uh, yeah i try to do it all you know you can't do it I all no i know so I, i'm um, watching my body turn to play-doh but oh, it's really? fine <laughs> everything's fine <laughs> as long as you keep drinking that excelsior drink that you excelsius drink. yes that, that, that'll solve all my problems yeah, i will say excelsius. though i was driving at a, at a show in philly yesterday and i driving there mm-hmm. That's cool. yeah, it was fun um the wet show philly go check it out if you're in the mm. philly area but um i was driving there and driving makes me so tired and i was just kind of nodding off at the wheel and i was like this is unsafe so i stopped and got a celsius and it got me going again highly recommend if you need 200 milligrams of caffeine coursing Ooh, through your that's veins a lot. it's a lot it's like four cups of coffee because the average cup of coffee has 50 grams but Celsius has 200, but it does the job. Hey. I was so tired and I was like borderline going to crash. And then okay. well, Celsius case, saved, my <laughs> saved my life. Celsius saved my life. Celsius gave, let me start my retirement plan mm-hmm. and put my kids through college. Shout out Celsius. So, shout out Celsius. It is really good. Have you had one? Is that the thing that you got the, in the, the, the video for? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is I have an, an addiction video. to Celsius, which is why my friend um, proposed. Oh, to that's funny. That I thought. Oh, I, did, I didn't know you were a genuine user. A yeah, no, ge- I love Celsius. Frequent user. I love Celsius. it. It's so good. Okay, okay. This, this changes things because I was like, you're just promoting a product that sucks. No, no, I On love it. Radio Free I Brooklyn, drink it as much free. as I possibly can. Okay, which I'm trying to find a healthy balance with it because I'm, I'm. I actually read recently that um, addictive personalities aren't actually a thing. No, no. Where did you read that? I read it in TikTok a book or Instagram. I read it in a book. In a book, or maybe it was on my Reframe app. Um, I have an app right now called Reframe. It helps you with your relationship to alcohol, uh-huh. and um, I think it was in my app. And it was like, there's no such thing as addictive personality. Did you? Did you? You had a problem with alcohol? Um, my mom told me I was a social alcoholic. Which is interesting because it, I think it's kind of true. Like I, I'd be fine. Like I wouldn't black out for like two months, three months. And then I'd be out with friends and I would just fully black out yeah. for like oh. hours. And oh. then, you know, Wait, just, yeah, okay. I joked that I had like a, I did like a quarterly blackout that yeah. would like light my world on fire. And then I'd have to like pick up the pieces for the next quarter. And then like by the time like three months rolled around, I'd be like, all right, my life is like totally fine. And then I would black out and then do it all over again. And it did keep me entertained. Um, that is but true. That's a good. It took uh, the joke that you just played. Actually, um, it's a true story. I I texted my ex and I was fully blacked out. And the next morning, I just was like, "I'm almost thirty years old. Like, I can't be doing this anymore." And I'm just so humbled and annoyed and embarrassed by myself that I'm like, "I'm not gonna drink ever again." And it's been fifty seven days. So, true story. Um, days, it wow. took texting my ex. I've done crazier things. Like, I've gotten blackout pedicures before i've gotten lost i've um in college i you know everyone in college i feel like has their where'd you go to college uh university of colorado boulder whoa yeah it was fun it was really fun but again a lot of drinking and (laughs) just really a lot of mistakes and um yeah i'm i'm just like i'm at an age where i'm like i don't really i I get severely anxious now um i've also done sets blackout in front of audiences and that's crazy puked on myself and i've done sets with puke on my shirt i've told the same joke multiple times i was so hammered yeah just enough enough Ooh. enough scenarios where i'm like you know you what totally that? i can't kind? even imagine i don't doing know a set yeah with more than multiple times two beers i've me. done i've done multiple blackout sets um you just kind of fall into like a puppet drunk track it's kind of scary but again yes it took enough scenarios and it really was i did it twice and I was like, I if I do this again, it's either I'm gonna check myself into a mental hospital or I'm gonna be sober. And so far, um, sobriety's been really cool. Like my sets are a lot better. Uh, I feel mentally clear. Like I'm remembering things that I don't know. Like it's just like it's really crazy. I'm kind of infatuated, like really intrigued by the whole experience. I have this book. Um, I read. I've read two books now. I have this app called Reframe that gives you like a really interesting fact every day about. What is it? What's the books? What oh, the books. books? Um, one book is called The Unexpected Joy of Being Sober by Catherine Gray. Okay. Really funny. Like, she's really funny and she was an alcoholic and she, she puts a really fun spin on the whole thing. She's like, yeah, like, it was fun and cool when it was fun and cool and then it became a real problem. Mm. And 
it was kind of it just was relatable like I've had my moments where I'm like yeah this is fun but then I also on the other side I'm like well I was really sad after that mm -hmm. or it does I mean it's a depressant like it's a literal poison and a depressant and, yeah. and our society just blankets it with with beautiful marketing and packaging and and says you know this is for a fun time and it's it's at the core of every social gathering and every fun thing you ever do so you just are when you you know you just grow up like oh yeah and then it takes you know taking the curtain down and being like oh what what really is this stuff and what is my personal experience with it and looking back on it all I'm like yeah overall like it is it has had positive moments but it's mostly had yeah. the negative that come with that so yeah um and then so I read Unexpected Joy and then I also am finishing up uh, Quit Like a Woman um, by Quit Like um, a Woman yeah by who's it by Rebecca something? I don't know but uh, a lot of people are reading that right now it's actually a really big book also it's it's geared towards for women but um so don't read it if you if you have a dick don't bother yeah. no i'm sure it's still i'm sure it's still but again it's yeah it's about the marketing i'm not really i i somehow have kind of never just, been a drinker no no i wouldn't say that i definitely was uh but i i i kind of natural i kind of wanted to get away from it just because I don't like going to clubs and a lot of my friends love going to clubs. Clubs? I know. Like Marquee or like what kind of clubs? Yeah, like Tao, Marquee, um, PhD, like stuff you, like you, that. Yeah, you know, that's your friend group that does that? You so, don't seem like that kind of person. I'm not. So I, I would, I, my, my, my thing was I would go pregame with them and then I would somehow get lost. Hilarious. Um, Just a good old Irish exit. I kind of, and if I went to the clubs with them, it just, it's like, these guys, I mean, hey, look, call it out as is. They were extremely good looking. Your you friends? Know? Yeah. You so, a lot of hot friends? A lot of hot friends and big ballers, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm out here, $150 night is not great for me. So, and you know, that's a minimum. Are these all your friends from growing up in Brooklyn or friends from college? No, these are my, P, my, my, my club, my club friends are, are definitely uh, Long Island. But they're okay. from Buffalo. I Got met it. them in Buffalo. Got my it. roommates, good people, good mm -hmm. good people. But <laughs> I just, just throwing out a Trump impression. I had to quick. All right, she. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. good. I'll let you do more if you need to. I will sprinkle it wherever you where you can. I, I'll try, but I'll try to do it naturally. Okay. But no, really good <laughs> people. Organic. But um, it's uh, it's just I you know it's tough because like now I don't now, and they actually came to see me at Broadway and they were blackout. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, this is crazy. Losers. Losers. No, I, me. <laughs> no, it's it's funny because like, you know, one's a lawyer for a massive firm. One's uh -huh. working at uh, as like a money manager at um, the fund at Bank of America for Merrill Lynch. Uh -huh. You know, they're like super successful people. So like they could go blow their money yeah. at, at these clubs and and they're handsome. <laughs> so wow. it's like are it actually works no, for them i don't know if like what okay i was making a joke i was like are they single i think they're probably much younger than i am so it's um it's yeah, a joke it's yeah. a joke we can table that uh -oh, no let's not uh oh they're listening <laughs> yeah my, they're that? looking at your instagram right now <laughs> perfect either way um i kind of naturally fell out of just enjoying drinking because buffalo is fun buffalo yeah, yeah. and buffalo it also problems but yeah, like you know, you could go and be a, like a, a be a degenerate in mm -hmm. Buffalo because no one is really classy in Buffalo. Totally. Also, what I've learned in my current sobriety journey is that a lot of times when I drink, I'm like running from something, or I need it to have fun. And it's like, think about Buffalo. You're probably cold and in a room in a dirty frat house. Like, what else are you doing other than Life poisoning so yourself? <laughs> you know, and like I'm sure not a hot take, but maybe your finance lawyer friends are like really overwhelmed at work and they're escaping definitely they need to just go to the club blow money and get wasted because their day-to-day -day is intense yeah and i'm learning that i used alcohol to run from my problems and now i'm finally like oh let's look at these head-on and maybe feel the feelings that you've been running from well i think we had a similar thing because i used alcohol to become more social because mm -hmm. i thought i was a little bit more in introverted than I, I I'm not I'm not naturally introverted I mm -hmm. think I'm actually not but I get I don't know something happened I think I smoked too much weed as a kid and then I became something introverted happened. something happened nothing bad just this is just small little but whatever <laughs> and uh but um I wanted to do stand-up I wanted to be doing something in front of a group of people mm -hmm. and I was too nervous and I would do group uh like I was in the business I don't know what you studied what did you study uh advertising so you were in the business program probably mm, no you it was in, in the business. journalism school. Oh, you were in, yeah. in journalism. Mm -hmm. Well, I had to do public speaking stuff all the time, and mm -hmm. I was super nervous. And so my friends don't didn't expect me to be 
doing Comedian, this. Like same. they thought I was funny for yeah. sure. Like I was the funny guy. Yeah. But kind of like the goofy funny. That's that was my experience too. Everyone's kind of like, what you? Like my mom even is like, I can't believe you like get on stage. It's not you, but you know, it it kind of just happens through natural progression of enough experiences that leads you to it, and it lets you be your natural funny self in a place where you wouldn't normally do it. Yeah. Okay. And I just I, I just think it was funny because I would I would take public speaking classes and I would get drunk before I would do the similar thing. You're kidding. You took you drank to get through your classes in college. I would be so been, nervous for my public speaking say this. classes. No, just for public speaking. But like no, you drank I, in college for your public speaking classes because I didn't know how else to do it. That's hilarious. No, that's exactly yeah. my experience. And then I started taking improv to get better at public speaking. It's <laughs> funny. <laughs> improv in college? No, a little bit in college, but in, okay. I, after college, did you do UCB. I did UCB. Okay, I signed up for that, and then the pandemic hit, so I couldn't do it. I did all the levels, baby. Wow, Advanced. we got a star in the room. Yeah, no, I was about to get shredded SNL. at the auditions. <laughs> Is that anyone from SNL listening? <laughs> And I just wanted to, you know, and um, so that's how I started. And then I don't oh. know how you started with, that's weird that you started stand up to do a bride's speech, a bridesmaid yeah. speech, because I just wanted to do stand up. That's what, you know. And I did improv also to do stand up, which is not no, really a good. That's why I was going to do improv to, to get better at stand up. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, I never really saw stand up for myself. I always liked storytelling and being funny and all the above, but it really took that experience to be like, oh, this is everything that I love in one thing. Mm-hmm. And I loved stand up. Like I loved, um, watch, I watched it constantly on Netflix. I was a big fan of Chris D'Elia. Like I would go to his shows live. Like I went out to New Brunswick once to see him. Um, so I was always a huge fan of it. I just never really knew it was in me or something that I could do. So it took that to really like, oh, I can do this. So, and then once I found it, I was like, this is all I care about. This is incredible. How did I not do this before? I'm kind of pissed that I started at 26, but here I am. Here you are. Yeah, but you also, I mean, you're at broad, you're at a club. You're on the inside. You're doing shows all the time. And then like you're, there are people who are four years in, five, six. I know people who are very far in and they're very much. At, at my, at yeah, like yeah. No, much, I'm very fortunate yeah, you're, for my you're current pretty, journey. You're good for where you are, I think. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I think the the path has been kind of rolled out in a way like I still work really hard but I feel like oh I'm like oh this is kind of it just feels natural I'm like oh it's like if I don't I haven't had a lot of doors slammed in my face and that's I think what's making it like a more fun experience how is that what happened (laughs) how come that you haven't had that happen because that's most people's experience yeah no you have to and I've had definitely had doors slammed in my face but overall it's it's kind of like this you know red carpets being rolled out like oh like if you're good at something the world will reward you i think in a certain way and if you put the hard work in it kind of just naturally flows mm-hmm. and that's been my personal experience with it so yeah I, i've had a i've had a similar experience where i feel like people are always oh you're there are you already doing this and um and they're better stand up comedians maybe but they are also i'm putting in work on other than a stand up i'm just like i'm out there networking trying to mm-hmm. be nice to people random people you know, and, and it's somehow it's always kind of clicked like, like yeah. this, you know, me accepting this um, random hosting, co-hosting of an open mic at Cellar 77 let, led me to me meeting Mac O'Hara mm-hmm. after doing Industry Room. And then Mac's doing great. Mac's doing great. Yeah. He's so crazy. Yeah. He actually he doesn't. Just got, like, I don't think he wants it. to uh, t- talk about that. Okay. okay. Um, I don't want to talk about him, but he's doing great. Yeah. He's doing really great. <laughs> yeah. He said he, he wants to anonymous never mind yeah, mac yeah. who maco what mac, mac, maco nothing you know good for him though he's doing mac great. o'neill yeah seller 77 r.i.p that place was really great I it really brought it. a lot of oh, yeah. i think that's where we oh, met oh yeah you were yeah. hosting i was hosting rio you, you were like yeah i hosted his too yeah rio shout out rio rio hayashi i did hit him up to actually and this? yeah because i wanted i also i, I literally like rio he's he hasn't best. gotten back to me but it is okay because i did hit him up at 12 okay. in the morning oh so he was your first choice he how many people were you choosing before you chose me? I had to say no to somebody because they responded after you. Wow. Not I don't know if that I makes texted, you feel better or worse. I almost didn't text back last night, so I was out texting back in the morning because I was driving back from Dude, Philly. Dude, I was bugging Damn, last night. I snuck in. Damn. Yeah. Crazy. I, was, I really, I was like not going to respond. Then I was like, because I was driving and I was like, I should probably respond to this and fill this box. He sounds kind of panicked. D- you could see the panic? I could hear the panic. In the Holy text. shit. Yeah. I was trying not to sound super panicked because I... 
It was a late text. Already had like 50. Yeah, it was a late text. That should signal like, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm fucking Desperation. Panicked. Hey, I, you up? Hey, hey. You want to do my radio show? <laughs> sure. So how did you, um, you, how did you parlay Broadway into getting these other Philly stuff? Like you've, it seems like you, not only are you doing Broadway, but you're also using it to branch out into other uh, areas. Yeah. Um, well, I produce my own show, Joke Lab, at the Late Late every month. Oh, yeah, totally. That's been really cool. Uh, there's one this Thursday. Really? Yeah. This Thursday, the, is that the 26th? Yeah. May 26th at the Late Late on the Lurie side. Yeah, I do that. And that's a great way to network. And then um, I've been really fortunate meeting a lot of people at Broadway. So that's been a lot of, that's where I get a lot of my other spots from just meeting people. Um, and then, yeah, people just reach out, ask me to host certain things. Uh, and it kind of just, I think once you start and once you also put it out on social media that you're doing these things mm-hmm. or that you're willing to host, um, opportunities just kind of keep flowing. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think each, each, each one is a rung on the next ladder that's just going to take you to the next thing. So as in my experience, that's how I've been able to do other things. And, in a way, it has started from Broadway, but just a lot of networking and, um, yeah, just head down and keep going. Head down, keep going. And yeah. what was the name of your show that Joke. you're hosting on Thursday? Thursday, Joke Lab. I'm not hosting it. Nina Barnett is, she's hilarious. Oh, Nina um, Barnett? Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, a producer. So Just a producer. Just a producer. Isn't there and three I'm of you guys? Spot. Yes, it's me, Amelia Dahmer, and Rita Vitnick. The, yeah. the power three. Yeah. Power three. It's, it's a good time. Good squad. I'm a, I'm I'm going to be producing a, a show with Radio Free Brooklyn at St. Mark's Comedy Club Fun. monthly, and it's going to be a packed out show. Hell yeah! And I'm going to only have people who have been on the radio. So fun. So, are you asking me? Oh my god! Well, you'll you'll. I mean, I'm, unless you say no, you'll be on it. I'd be honored. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and it's going to be like a real. It's going to be, you know, as packed out as St. Mark's can get. Cool. Yeah, which is fun. Sign me it's up. Not When's some the first one? Gazy. Um, I'm still working out with Alex about the date mm-hmm. um, because he hasn't seen it yet. So he's like, well, I don't want to give you a good spot yet. And I'm like, nah, you got to give me a good spot. Like a good day or like? Yeah, a good day. Okay. I don't know. I want to get a weekend. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Is it is a weekend at six too early? What do you think? Mm. But also I have to like consider that other people have. If you can do seven. If I can do seven, uh, do yeah, seven? it was six thirty. Doors at six. Show at six thirty. I don't know. Okay. Six is a little early. I, six I don't is know. A little, Saturday though. Eh, people are getting dinner though. Like it's like okay. I feel like if you like go get drinks before. If you give them time to like pad it, I think I don't know. That's just my marketing brain kind of. Well, I'm asking. Out. You know, you're a marketing. I you think, would produce your own show. You're in marketing. Earliest six thirty. Bring the Lexus executives. Yeah, I'll bring, bring them all. Bring Bay Ridge. Mm-hmm. Bring Annapolis. Yeah. Bring them all. Whole over. town. Yeah. Yeah, I would try to push for later. Okay. But six is not like, it's not like five o'clock. It's not like geriatric, but um, <laughs> it's like the matinee. But I, I yeah, would yeah. say, you know, later. That's what is I better. don't want a matinee. No, but I agree with getting good talent. Again, you're already asking people that have been on your show. So no, I'm, I'm kidding. But no, I'm people asking, do get booked on other things. Good. Yeah, no, no, they are. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think six is fine. Six thirty is ideal. Seven would be like prime time. That's seven my that's prime. my final answer. Okay. Locked in. Locked in at seven. Um, we'll go to the judges and yeah. see. Mm-hmm. see float that around, but that's my take. Okay. Yeah, I'll try to get seven and ninety minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing more than ninety minutes. Yeah. I, I mean, I hate, as a lover I of hate. comedy, when it runs longer, I'm like, it could be Bill Burr up there. I'd be like, honestly, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, but you know, I'm like, after ninety minutes, it's like it's like an avocado, like not ripe because that's everyone's still warming up and then like you know then it's perfect you know in the middle of the show it's absolutely fucking perfect cut that thing open slice it up put it on an omelet and then at the end you're like this is brown and i'm done and i will not touch this i'm out very good reference i just had a overripe (laughs) avocado yesterday and half of it was overripe and half it was and i was like what's and it kind of burns you on avocados then then i actually was like yeah no it's fucked up it's like fibrous and mushy it was gross. Yeah. And now you're probably like, like, I'm ash. out on avocados. And that's what happens with people in comedy I'm shows. I'm out on comedy. Yeah, they're like, I'm never doing I wanna, this again. I, I want to do this for the audience. Sweet. You know? yeah, like, yeah. Do, do the two. What else do, are we doing no it for? No two hours. What else no are we doing hours. it for? If there's no audience, there's no show. But people are sick in the head and they just like go like, you know what? Two and a half hours. Like It's, it's insane. Wrong. And I want to name drop those, but <laughs> I'm not going to. Because it, it's, it's... It's just unawareness. And that's why I'm like, I don't want to do their bringer 
like, you know, like, you know, even if it's just bringing one person, I'm like, dude, it's still two and a half hours. That one person is not going to be my friend anymore. No. So I want, that's why I'm doing this also because I want to do bringers, but I only want to bring people to my show. Because oh. I want to run it right. Yeah. Run it right. You know, appreciate the audience. Mm-hmm. That's and, a good, and I want good them spot. to see me. And I want also, I want to, you know, trade spots, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're, all, you're checking all the boxes of what it's like to run a show. So yeah. you're doing it right. Yeah. So I'm excited. Um, are there uh, any other shows that you're running or any other shows you're going to be on? Oh, no. So how did you So how did you get this Philly wet, wet show in it was, Philly? I it was um, at Broadway and I met another comic, Jamie Pappas. Um, she's hilarious. She runs the show in Philly and... We just met at Broadway, and she asked me to do her show. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's it. And there we go. That's that, it. When you make a genuine connection with someone, especially in the comedy world, I think you know people want to bring you around or keep you in their circle or ha- make that connection, um, and it only really grows from there. So that's what I've experienced personally. Okay. Yeah. Good experience. Good mm-hmm. advice. Uh, is there any advice that you would give to a up-and-coming stand-up comic? Maybe like me, but also newer if you know whatever wow that's such a good question because uh we have we have hashtag young listeners yeah. listening yeah um, well like you know people who are like done a few open mics people have done a bunch of open mics but just not have not broken out like i have you know right I mean? right of course not have not secured a spire a, sunday internship a weekly locked in hot show yeah um <laughs> advice if I, I mean, if I were to go back and give myself advice, I'd probably just be, I tell myself, have fun, number one, because if you're not having fun, what are you doing? Um, that's key to this whole process. Because if you are not having fun, you're going to burn yourself out and you're not going to do it anymore. And this game really is a marathon. It's, you're in it for a long time. You have to remember that you're not going to see results. It's kind of like weight loss in a way or, you know, being at the gym, you have to get the reps in and put in so much time and you're not going to see the results so it's 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 uh mm, you, know, you get that in a fair. sense with in front of an audience you know you you know right away whether it's good or bad but it just takes so much time to polish and hone a set so i think if you make it fun for yourself and sustainable and just know that if you do want to do this it is a long game just make sure that you're always having fun because the amount of times i've i've forced myself to go to a mic and i leave just kind of burnt out or sad or just kind of questioning my entire life um it gets dark and it gets lonely and if you go to these things alone, especially sometimes you can be sitting in a room of, you know, 20 comics and you don't know anyone at first and you're just trying to get up there and make everyone laugh. It can be it can be so isolating and just really almost dark in a way. Mm. I don't know if you've never experienced that, but I have. And, um, never experienced that. Yeah. That could never be <laughs> Never, me. right? I would never do so that. So I think, you know, find your friends in the circle, um, make it fun, connect with people, be nice and just make sure that you are enjoying it as much as you can and know that it's a long game and just make it yours. There's no formula to it. The more people I talk to, they're like, oh, I don't I don't know what I'm doing. And it's, you know, it's people that are have done, done it for years or you know, at the cellar and no one knows what the hell they're doing. And I've had comics um, be really kind and they, they were like one time this comic who's at the cellar, he was saying to me, you know, no one's going to tell you that you're doing it right. No one's going to tell you yeah. how to do this because it's different for everyone. And he said, you know, I want you to know that you are doing it right. So if you do see someone doing something that is positive or that's going to get them to the next level, you know, reach out to them and say, hey, like, this is really cool what you're doing because it'll mean a lot. Like hearing that meant the world. I, you know, I, I was, I, I've always felt lost in this game, as I think many of us do. And I think hearing someone that's been a little that's a little more seasoned and that's in the game can tell you that it. it it'll keep you pushing forward. So I think just passing along what you've gotten and um, like I've tried that, you know, with you sharing my experiences, you know, it's so important because it does feel isolating and sad and scary and it's comedy. At the end of the day, like, you know, yeah. we all we all are a little fucked up as humans are, but I think it's so important to just make those connections, be nice and just have fun with it because it really is a cool community. I I joke that it's, you know, it's kind of like a high school and there's the freshmen, sophomore, junior, seniors, and the seniors are like the Amy Schumers and the Kevin Hards, you know, but the freshmen are the open micers and, you know, we have to stick together and there's going to be a lot of dropouts and, um, you know, you have to kind of look out for your classmates, but as you go up the rankings and then you become sophomores together and juniors and Mm -hmm. you kind of solidify your groups and you become a family in a way. And uh, I feel really lucky to be part of my, you know, freshman class in a way. So it's really, it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. 
So I like that. Okay. Thank you. Great response. Great, uh, great answer. Thank you. you. Know, um, nine and a half response. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it, no. It's not saying much since you give out a lot of nines. So that's fine. I'll take it. I'll take it. It was a little. I could have polished it, made it a little more concise. But you know, that's just. My you know, you're working on it. Working you're on only it. two years in. Yeah, in, exactly. in, in ten years, and at year ten. That's going to be 90 seconds yeah. and yeah. it's going to be, there's going to be a joke in there and there's mm-hmm. going to be a tearjerker oh, in there. Yeah. They're already, they're the bases of those in Thank there. You. I can feel it Thank you. developing, you know, I can I tell felt, that I you're, felt it too, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and there was like, there was solid presence and you, you know, yeah. I, if that I could see, I could see. I got a little emotional at times. I, I did. I, I yeah. really love comedy. We're like, it, it's, it's a dark area. It gets room. a little and lonely it, it, and sad, and it, no one's gonna tell you that until you experience it. Then you're like, "Oh shit, yeah." This it is. is it is very. Sad. It is. It can be. It like that's why. Also, yeah. I'm happy just at least to get a community at Broadway. Yeah. It's like just other people that are kind of in the same situation because you know you could go to four Drew Tessier, one Grizzly Pear, one Joey Batson, and then you and a couple comedy dead shops, inside. <laughs> and you're like, "Well, I did a lot, but I feel awful. I feel sad and yeah. empty." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So um, we're, we're about wrapping up right now. Uh, this is Eggs, Bacon, Grit, Sausage Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. My name is Thelonious Fiorito. I'm with my guest, Tori Cole. You know, go go watch her go watch her vids, uh, you know, and, and thank you for listening.